Hello, welcome to Bible Read Me. I'm Charles Van Dersen. Today I will begin summarizing the daily chronological Bible readings beginning with November the 5th, day 309. We read how the Jewish leaders, in their attempt to keep the Passover undefiled, asked that those being crucified to have their death hastened by having the soldiers break their legs. But Jesus had already died more quickly than anyone had expected, so none of his bones were broken, thus fulfilling the prophecy of such. Two prominent Jewish leaders that had not consented to Jesus' condemnation received and buried his body in a new and borrowed tomb, also fulfilling prophecy of such. Interestingly, it was the evil men, not his followers, that remembered when Jesus said that he would rise again in three days. In the end, this served to help validate the truth by their placement of unbelieving guards at the tomb's entrance. On Sunday, the ladies proved their superior bravery and loyalty over the male disciples by returning to the tomb as soon as the Sabbath day's rest was complete. They found only angels present that told them to go tell the good news to the disciples, including Peter. Peter and John ran to look and found their story to be true. Then they returned home, but Mary stayed behind. For her devotion, she was blessed to be the first one to meet the resurrected Jesus. The guards knew the truth, but were paid and promised protection from their superiors to lie about what they saw. I doubt that now, two millennia into their eternal damnation suffering, that they still think they made the right choice to go along with that plan. November the 6th, Day 310 we read how two disappointed followers of Jesus were walking together away from the city discussing the seemingly tragic event of Jesus' death. Then they met a stranger on the way that seemed to be unaware of the news. But after he explained how the prophets of long ago foretold about this event, they invited him into their home. While there, Jesus revealed his identity to him as he broke the bread before he instantly disappeared. The two friends quickly ran back to Jerusalem and met the other disciples that had also seen him. Then Jesus suddenly appeared in their midst. Eight days later, Jesus convinced doubting Thomas, who responded to him in worship, and Jesus accepted this worship and said, Blessed would be those that have believed without seeing. He's speaking of us. Jesus challenged Peter three times to lead his people. Finally, Jesus enabled his followers to understand what had previously been hidden from them. He promised his disciples power from heaven if they would wait in the city for the Holy Spirit. November the 7th, day 311. We read the account of Jesus' final words and his ascension. The disciples still thought that Jesus was going to free them from Roman oppression and restore the throne of David. They replaced Judas with Matthias after Judas died a gruesome death when he botched his self-imposed hanging that led to his full destruction on the rocks below. The disciples waited and prayed as Jesus had instructed and the Holy Spirit came as promised. The Holy Spirit transformed the new believers into bold gospel witnesses. This was most evident in Peter, who had formerly been afraid of a little girl's inquisitiveness and is now standing to challenge the entire populace around him. As a result, about 3,000 souls were baptized and added to the church. The believers willingly shared all that they had with the needy. They met daily in the temple and were filled with joy. Please compare this scenario with the behavior of the contemporary church of the Western culture at large to measure the level of departure from our roots. 
November the 8th, day 312. We read how Peter and John inadvertently stirred up a lot of trouble by healing a lame man through the name of Jesus. As the crowd grew larger, Peter took the opportunity to preach the gospel. When confronted by the religious leaders, Peter mightily proclaimed the power of the resurrected Jesus. The believers prayed for boldness, and the Holy Spirit granted their request with such power that the building shook. They responded by selling their possessions to give the money to the poor. A couple seeking undeserved notoriety conspired together to lie about their supposed generosity and consequently met their untimely deaths. The apostles were arrested again for continuing their healing ministry in the name of Jesus. An angel released them from jail without opening any doors. They were subsequently arrested again and beaten. They accepted their persecution with joy. The church grew rapidly to over 5,000 members. November the 9th, day 313. We read about the clashing of opposing zealots. The Jewish leaders were zealous about maintaining their unethical use of power for personal gain. Stephen and other Christians were zealous about serving God by spreading the gospel. And Saul was fervently trying to serve God, albeit in error, by attempting to crush the spreading of the gospel. There arose a dispute in the church over perceived racial discrimination. Imagine that. In response, the apostles created a new position of leadership in the church called the deacon to solve the problem. Stephen was among the first ones chosen to be a deacon. He frustrated the efforts of those who opposed the gospel with a powerful defense of his faith. Unable to win their argument, they framed him with a lie. He was condemned and then stoned to death but not before he delivered a succinct lesson in Jewish history, where he heralded Jesus as the object of the believer's hope by preaching that he was the Messiah who perfectly fulfilled all of the prophecies made about him. Stephen's martyrdom was the very notable event that marked the beginning of the first great wave of persecution against Christians, led mostly by Saul of Tarsus, a highly educated and religiously devoted Pharisee. November the 10th, day 314. We read that Saul of Tarsus's effort to destroy the Christian church caused the gospel to spread even more. Philip preached in Samaria, then the Holy Spirit directed him to witness to an Ethiopian official in a moving carriage. After the Ethiopian's baptism, Philip was translated to another city where he continued to preach until Peter and John joined him. Meanwhile, Saul received authority from the Jewish leaders to hunt down and return the Christians from the various cities to which they had fled. On such a trip to Damascus, Jesus, in the form of a great light with an audible voice, directly confronted him. Now blinded and scared, Saul waited three days, refusing food and water until Ananias prayed for him to regain his sight. Saul was baptized, and he immediately began to preach the gospel that he had previously been trying to destroy. He learned of a plot to kill him, so he escaped to Jerusalem where Barnabas was the only one willing to accept and confirm Saul's turned Paul's conversion. Since his life was in danger, the apostles sent him back to his hometown of Tarsus. Peter traveled around healing people and preaching the gospel. He even was given the ability to raise a dead woman, causing many to believe his message. November the 11th, day 315. We read how God sent Peter to a Gentile family where he presented the gospel and the Holy Spirit confirmed their acceptance into the heavenly kingdom when they believed.
The Jewish Christian leaders originally criticized Peter for associating with Gentiles. This is a Judean protocol. But then they recanted when he explained that God had accepted them in the same manner as he had accepted the Jewish converts. Then they sent Barnabas to investigate the new ministry developing in Antioch, where the believers were first given the name Christians. After he encouraged them in their faith, he went to retrieve Saul, whose name was changed to Paul. A prophecy predicted a famine over all the Roman Empire, so the Christians began preparing by sending money to the believers in Judea. Herod had James executed by the sword. Recall that James and his brother John had previously told Jesus that they were able to bear the cup of suffering when they asked for high positions in the kingdom, back in October the 22nd's reading. Herod also imprisoned Peter, apparently with the intention to execute him as well, because he realized how much this pleased the Jewish leaders. And if the Jewish leaders were pleased, then the people would be peaceful, and then his job of maintaining order would be easier. This ends this week's episode of Daily Chronological Bible Reading Summaries. My next episode will pick up on November the 12th, day 316. I look forward to your visit then. May the Lord bless you.